right now, girl, where are you going? I'm with you. Welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome to the No Clue Podcast. This is uh, an episode that I'm not going to number. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. And uh, welcome back. Um, we don't have a lot to get into this time, but uh, we're going to make do with the news out there. Yeah, give y'all an extra episode. Yeah. Next episode, we're probably going to do our top ones, right? Our top ranks. Yeah, right. Somewhere, sometime after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's get right into it, man. Sports. What we got? Football? Anything yeah, football's crazy? a big thing. Yeah. I watched... I think I watched... I watched three games? Um... I gotta say, I gotta say, I was shocked. Nick Foles with the Super Bowl magic again. <laughs> yeah. The Super I don't know Bowl how magic. he keeps doing it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's up with the Rams, man. It, they're a weird team, the Rams. I never trusted Jared Goff. Yeah. He gets a lot of yards, but... He does. Doesn't get the job done. He's got a lot of weapons, too. Yeah, he does. Gurley, I mean... Gurley by himself is a lot of weapons. (laughs) Yeah, I think they lost, though, their best Cooper Cup, maybe. One of their... I think one of their top receivers. I don't know if it... it, Was it Cooper Cup? I I don't know his name, either. But, uh, I mean, you still got uh, Woods. Yeah. You know, like you said, Gurley, Gurley could catch the ball. Like, you have too many weapons to just have no TDs and a couple picks. Right. Yeah, it is cup. Torn ACL. Ah, I feel that pain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, It, it doesn't really do anything for them, though. It, or Philly, does it? Well, Phillies now, you know, they have a chance to clinch the division. If they had lost, they would have been eliminated. Oh, okay. Also okay. because Dallas somehow got shut out by the Colts. Got worked. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny, like, seeing the experts break down Dallas because, yeah. you know, the week before, Dak Prescott was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they were all talking about how he's the franchise QB. And then after yesterday, he's like, he's a scrub. Like, he's not good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you go one for four or one for five on fourth downs. Yeah. They at that point, you got a coaching a problem, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Dallas, man, I don't know what to say about them, really. They, they annoy me. But they've always been like this. They always get people super excited, or at least in the past, like, five, ten years. Mm-hmm. They get they get people excited, and they, they then they let them down. The Romo era? Right, Romo and beyond. <laughs> um, Giants need to just 
forfeit the rest of their games. Because I'm sick of watching <laughs> them get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. By the Titans. <sighs> Dude. Odell should be done for the year. Thank goodness. And Barkley. No, I mean, like, Odell really might be done for the year because he got, is hurt. But Barkley oh, okay. should be done. They should shut him down. Um, they should shut both Shepherds down. Just, I mean, there's no point in playing, man. And they should just <laughs> cut Eli. Please. Buy out something. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, Whatever they need to do, get him out of there. What do you think Peyton says to Eli every week when he watches the games? <laughs> Dude, you're and, sticking around way longer than you should. And their dad. Like, <laughs> oh man, I mean Eli is just riding out his two Super Bowls till till it's no more. Like you, you really have to suppress. Like, Yo, yeah. Eli, what are you doing? Bro, <laughs> what are you doing out there, man? You look terrible. I don't know how the Redskins managed to squeeze out a win with Josh Johnson at quarterback. Jacksonville is trash. I didn't know they were that trash. Four and ten. <laughs> I don't. What happened to them? Oh, the quarterback. After they beat the Patriots, remember Blake Bortles threw like four TDs. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought, oh, Jacksonville's here. Yeah. And they came and they went. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to put it. <laughs> they came and they went. One year, one year wonder. Uh, right. Minnesota had a good outing. They destroyed Miami forty-one to seventeen. Um, Minnesota's the has also been a little bit underwhelming though. Yeah, they lost it, several games that they shouldn't have. People expected a lot. Um, Flacco's done, apparently. The uh, Baltimore said they plan on moving at, you know, moving on from him after the season's over. Finally. I would clap my hands, but with the way my setup is for the the <laughs> listeners, I'm, I have to hold the microphone. So, unfo- I, but I would clap my hands if I could. Lamar, it's, it's your time to shine. Finally, I think um, they were late on that this season. Lamar could have had a much better season. You know, he could have been better at this point in the season by now. He could have um, won a few of those games that they didn't win. Right. Um, and he, he's such a threat all the time, which it was, uh, which is a big deal to me. About It helps him win games because they have to play his running and his passing all the time. So, uh, there was another game. Oh, Pittsburgh and New England. Tom Brady uh, looked real, uh, real mortal. Yeah, well, uh, the Patriots dropped a lot of passes, too, but uh, Pittsburgh's defense was just was fantastic. It really was. About time uh, they showed up for a Patriots game. Yeah, that's true. What was the record? 11-2 and two for the Patriots? Like, I believe so, yeah. 
Yeah. That's insane to me, man. They showed like the last two meetings up during the game and it wasn't You know what's crazy? All all thirteen of those games, uh Pittsburgh probably had the better roster. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Shows how much of a difference how much of a difference a quarterback can make. Right. Yep. Uh, that's all I got for football, man. Uh, Chicago got a dub. Yeah, nothing really big went down. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Cleveland get a win. That was not Cleveland's like they have a respectable season at this point. Yeah. Yeah, not too, not too bad. Uh, Houston, that was a good win for Houston too. I mean, not that the Jets were good, but. I watched the fourth quarter of that. Uh-huh. Man, if you were, if you bought in on Sam Darnold, I would I would jump out of that ship. <laughs> Why? Like I'm telling you, man, just watching him, I don't think he's ever going to become a good quarterback. He he makes some really dumb passes to me. He's got that he's got that like <laughs> And I hate saying this because Matt Stafford is great, but he's got that kind of quality to him. What qual- what quality is that? Like, and Matt Stafford has done a lot more of this, but there's occasional flashes of like, holy shit, like this is a top-tier quarterback. Oh, okay. But yeah. but with, with Darnold, they're so far and few between. Oh, my God. It's matter of fact, you have to like stare – at all the games to find uh, the occasional moment. Right. Now, like, I think, you know, as the years go on, depending on how long they trust him, uh, yeah, he'll probably win some games. Mm-hmm. Because you know, the Jets are on the cusp of having a great roster. Right. If you if you look at their, like, their defense is solid. They have weapons on offense, like, capable weapons. Mm-hmm. So I I just I feel bad for Jets fans. Not the I mean, there shouldn't be too many, but I feel There's bad for them. There's a lot. Yeah, you're the you're the New York guy, you can tell me. Unfortunately, there's a lot, but <laughs> Unfortunately, people like New York sports in general. So Yeah, that's other than true. The Yankees. Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else for football? No, I think that's it. All right. Uh, the big trade, the blockbuster. Talk about your team. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, it. yeah, you know, I have to lift a band because this is like NBA news. <laughs> what does it do for your for the future? <clears throat> um, I don't know what it does for the future. I have kind of a different perspective on it than a lot of the Wizards fans that I know. Okay. Where most 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 people, I think, are frustrated from a Washington perspective just mm-hmm. because Ariza's getting paid a lot of money. He's not as young as he used to be. He's definitely going to leave. Mm-hmm. So I just, I like that the our front office made a move. Right. Do I like the move? Uh, honestly, no. Mm-hmm. Do I think the move 
like fixes our problems no but the fact that we made some kind of move and didn't just stand still and just rely on what we have which clearly hasn't been enough mm-hmm. uh i don't know man I, I have a good feeling i have a good feeling that the wizards could i'm not gonna say turn it around but i'm gonna say they might show flashes of playing really well yeah um i mean maybe did. i'm riding the hype train but that that la game was a good start and we did predict a trade here just to make the listeners make sure the listeners remember um they beat la without three starters was lebron that? playing no 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 Washington had didn't have three starters. Oh no! I, unfortunately, I didn't see the game, but I saw that John Wall went crazy. Did you see the starters? Uh, Thomas Bryant, I know, was in there. Yes. I believe Jeff Green was in there. Yeah. And your favorite and I think player? Sadoransky. <laughs> yeah, forty-six minutes. <laughs> Sadoransky has started night. before <laughs> all night. I don't know about all that, but no, man. Sadoransky's a capable player. It's only two minutes he didn't play. Yeah, he's Sadoransky's a capable player. He is, he is. But Decker, great pickup, twenty points yeah. off the bench. I'm not gonna lie, I was sleeping. <laughs> now Decker, had, he was playing good earlier this season. How did you? I don't remember him coming to Washington. Though. Neither do I, and I'm the. Fa- I mean, like I said, I I wasn't kidding when I put the ban on them. Like outside of you watching games, listening to them yourself. I I did. I kind of avoided Wizards news. If if it wasn't with my friends, I really wouldn't even turn on the game. You they know, may, I like I'll check trade. the score here and there, but they had to have made a trade with Cleveland because they have Jordan McRae too. Yeah, I don't know, man. That, that was there were some secret pickups. <laughs> yeah, really secret. Um, <laughs> My issue with both of them is that they'll they'll like play well for a second, but they won't be able to maintain it at all. Oh no, we don't have to talk about Jordan McRae at all ever again. <laughs> but um, there was no Porter, no Rivers, no Ubre, of course, and no Dwight Howard. And Marquise Morris only played eleven minutes. Wait, yeah, that's Markeith. Yeah, Markeith Morris only played eleven minutes. Mahimi didn't play. Wow, big, that's been great. A great a coaching. <laughs> Not playing Mahimi has been a revelation. <laughs> there was only twenty four points off the bench, though, which isn't isn't no. But but when Wall about. was as hot as he was, he was scoring. Uh, you kind of ride, you know, ride his hot hand. Four threes, big game. Jeff Green, great. Jeff Green is the best. <laughs> yeah, you, he's the you, best pickup on the team for sure. For sure. Team. Yeah, you could see it. He has great chemistry with Wall. Um, LeBron, thirteen points. What was he doing? You... <laughs> like I said, I didn't see the game. I just saw Wall's highlights Chandler and some of the stats. Two points. Makai Luke played twenty-eight minutes. They must have just been out there seeing, <laughs> out there just testing stuff that night. That was a test night for both I mean, they they have a good record despite the fact that they haven't really played well. The Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, well, before we get off topic, we'll get back to the trade. Tell, so tell everyone what the trade was so they know. So I, I got to get this right. I'm looking at um, Dylan Brooks. No. <laughs> Marshawn Brooks. Well, yeah. The original trade you're saying now? I know. I what actually? Which Brooks was actually moved? Neither. <laughs> See now you're as confused as everyone else. What, what happened? <laughs> Please help me out. The original trade was for Austin Rivers to go to Phoenix. Kelly Oubre would go to Memphis in exchange. Brooks. And Wayne Seldon Jr. And was it one other person? No, no, no. Brooks and Wayne Seldon Jr. would go to Phoenix. And Ariza would go to Washington. The problem was the Grizzlies were offering Marshawn Brooks. But Phoenix. Well, nobody knew they had, by the way. <laughs> right? He was In like Phoenix, Sam Decker. <laughs> yeah. If Phoenix was expecting Dylan Brooks, the much better scorer, the much younger player, um, the one who actually like starts some games for Memphis. Um, so the Grizzlies were like, nah, man, we were only giving you Marshawn Brooks. Um, so then Phoenix said, oh, well, no deal. I don't want Marshawn Brooks. He's trash. So they stopped the deal. They ended the deal. And then Grizzlies just backed out of it. So it was just straight up Austin Rivers and Oubre for Ariza. So the Grizzlies did nothing. So Oubre went to Phoenix. Yeah. With with Rivers, yeah. Okay. And then Ariza. You guys got Ariza. Got him back. Welcome home. Yeah, we, we had him for that first playoff run a few years with Wall. 2014, I think. One year? Well, we had him for two, but the, his first year we didn't make the playoffs. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, he's a guy who will fit in. I mean, obviously he's not going to have a problem fitting in. Yeah. Three and D. He's played with Wall and Beal before, so if anything, it'll make it easier. Is he going to start over Porter? In your opinion, well, do you think he should start over Porter? Because we don't know if he's going to, but... Yeah, think I should? think he should. Okay. Porter has been... Well, uh, I forgot who asked me this. I mean, you might have mentioned it also, but somebody else brought it up that either Otto or Markeith are going to decline. Right. Could be both. Is Porter in his year? Um... No, we Porter just gave him a, a ton of money uh, the year before la- uh, last, or the year before this one. Yeah, so he might still have two years. They they got to do something with him for sure. Um, As my friend put it, we should have just let his ass go to Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn was wild in that year. Alan Crabb, <laughs> Otto <laughs> Porter, they were just and, I mean, they're, I'm pretty sure they have a better or equal record to us. Right. Yeah. I saw deloading went crazy the other day. I think yesterday, matter of fact. They gave Atlanta 144 points. And um 
They got a scary I, little little backcourt action with uh, D'Angelo starting, and then Spencer Dinwiddie comes in, who also got paid. I I uh, asked my Atlanta Hawks insider friend, "What's up with 144 points from Brooklyn?" And he he replied, "We're trying to get Zion. Stop hating." Uh, which he's probably right. <laughs> they probably are. They're probably going for one of the Duke guys. I mean, they're six and twenty-three. Um, most people can't name more than two players on the team. Probably this eighty percent of the population. I went. I went to a Wizards game where they played the Nets, and I can tell you for a fact their roster is confusing I'm at best. I'm talking about Atlanta right now. What about Atlanta? I said most people can't name more than two players on the team. Oh. Uh, and they're definitely going to get a high draft pick if they have picks. They probably traded them for something. Probably traded them for Carmelo or something crazy. They probably did something dumb. But, yeah, the Nets, for sure. Who is who is Rodion's Karooks? Is this a Nets player? <laughs> <laughs> the starting power forward for the net. Oh, he's I think he's the tall white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put him when I went to the game, this was December first. He was out they put him out there for a couple minutes just to shoot some corner three pointers. He is from Chessis. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> if any of our listeners are from there, I apologize. For my ignorance of not knowing... Oh, Latvia. Okay. It's a town in Latvia. <laughs> Yo, I, why would they just put the town when they... Okay. I'm not going to go there. Um, Dudley's balling. You know, he's... I don't know how old he is. Dinwiddie he's balling? Yeah. 16 points last game. He's Whoa, like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> The longer he's out there, the more buckets he gets. Vince, Vince must have been checking him. <laughs> he gave you guys nine points. What's up? Ubre, Ubre was working him. <laughs> um, <laughs> they got Ed Davis. They really do have a band of misfits. Who's their coach? Kenneth Fareed sits over there. Like, why? Napier. Right. And they play Napier for some reason. Well, actually, now that Dinwiddie started balling, they they stopped Why doing that. For some reason, <laughs> he's not, not good. <laughs> he's I'll tell trash. you who. He, Shabazz Napier is a garbage version of DJ Augustine, <laughs> and that doesn't even make sense because DJ Augustine is not good. DJ Augustine is a starting point guard, man. He's a below average player. He should be a backup for sure. He's a good. I'll take him as a backup. He should be. Yeah. Um. But as a starter, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got, man. There gotta be something else worth talking about in the NBA. Um, what did I? What did I just say? Oh, Jabari Parker getting benched for the season and. You know, Bulls are actively seeing what they can do with his contract. With I mean, with him, 
trade him, let him go, whatever. They just got him. Um, his let's pull up his numbers. Why don't we? Uh, and while you do that, I'll say this. To me, even though, like, and I watched some videos about, like, you know, people trying to break down what he was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. To me, no matter how poorly he was playing, which I don't think was that poor, mm-hmm. to, to bench him for the season, I think, goes beyond his play. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I think there's something more to it than, than just him playing poorly. Yeah. I agree, but he says he's he got no reason for for why he's being benched. They didn't tell him anything. Um, sometimes you know when they look for trades, they bench guys so they don't get hurt before the trade. So maybe yeah. they've just been looking for a trade all this time, and you know didn't just didn't want to tell him. But his numbers, I mean, thirty minutes per game, fifteen points per game. Two assists, seven rebounds, twenty nine percent from three point, forty five percent field goal percentage. Not trash, That's right? He sh- shouldn't be taking threes, but the I mean, nothing else is bad. Seventy three percent. But I think I think that's the problem in Chicago. They I think, need threes. Uh, from the like video or two that I saw, yeah, they don't get enough, nearly enough three pointers. Just get them off, not even make enough. Well, Portis is has uh I mean they haven't been really using him as much as they've been they've had injury problems too. Yeah they have they have marketing just came back yeah. like you said Portis Portis is playing pretty well but he missed some time. Valentine they uh, said might be done because he Chris keeps... Dunn has barely played. Yeah. Chris yeah. Dunn was their definitive starting point guard. Archer Diacono, which I mean, not. I don't, not I don't big know what that deal. means. <laughs> but he no, but you look at it. You look lot. at it like San Antonio's kind of in the same boat. I think where I mean Murray probably wouldn't have averaged that much, and his stats wouldn't have been phenomenal. But you need a a steady point guard. You do for sure. They don't even have a point guard now. Forbes is the de facto point guard, and he's. Forbes, he's a straight shooter. I know he's been a two guard his whole life, but he's playing point guard now. It's like the Suns trying to make Devin Booker into a point guard. Like, dude, you cannot have a roster so trash you can't put a point guard on the floor. You, you see their record, six and two. Right, Ex- exactly. And Ulysses is on. Um, Ulysses is on Chicago. Wow. They let him go. Um, after that hotel fiasco they had uh, i do gotta say levine has to be more consistent yeah he does L- like yeah. levine will kind of show that he's a number one option type mm-hmm. but then he'll have games where like all he does is get tough shots off and he doesn't make much of them yeah i i think he needs he definitely needs help though he needs another guard to run with him because it's like they give him the ball and then no one else is there with him like for to help him get an easier shot which still he does need to take better shots either way but i mean he got to do what he got to do as far as putting up shots archer diacono is not going to do it (laughs) 
Antonio Blakeney right, man, stop, is not going to do stop it. Stop taking shots at my man. <laughs> uh, who is this? Chandler Hutchinson is not going to do it. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Cameron Payne is most certainly not going to do oh, it. Oh, Cam Payne is not good. <laughs> right, so... If he has, if they could get one more guard to run with him, man, they, I mean, they could be there. Mar- you know, they're they're set at several positions. If you think about it, their two guards set. I think their two guards are set. Levine, and then you got Justin Holiday. Yeah, Justin Holiday's a good player. Yeah, he's he's definitely a good backup for sure. Yeah, um, he's got he's like a better Allen Crab, but he doesn't. It requires so much money. <laughs> and doesn't take so many... And he is worth something on the court. Yeah. Holiday's always doing something. Like I said on here before, <laughs> Crab really is just out there just truly just getting a sprint workout. <laughs> <laughs> With an occasional three-pointer. <laughs> occasional... I, I'm sure there's... I don't want. I don't want to fact check myself. I'm sure there's plenty of games Crab goes without even taking a three. I mean, he's <laughs> truly just. <laughs> I hope not. Oh my god. <laughs> going up and down the court, man. I mean, or, or let me put it this way, without making any. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, down the okay. stats. I'm, I believe one for it. six, one for four, one for four, one for six, one for five. He always gets one. <laughs> then he got two for five. Good game. One for six, one for five, two for four. Okay. One for six, three for six, two for five. Then he was on fire, had seven for 11. Okay. Whoa, hold up. One game. Who, who did he do that to? Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Dallas should lose extra game for that. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? <laughs> he only had 27 points. 21 of them were threes. <laughs> uh, he had three, a couple of fast break layups. Three for nine. Probably free throws. Three for nine. True. 0 for three. Three for seven. Okay. Benny's been playing good. Of course, he gave the Knicks five for five. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Crab, man. He said three and then he just. Shout out, shout out to Alan Crab for fucking stealing money from the league. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. What else we got, man? <laughs> I'm done. Done with Alan Crab. What's going on with Chris Paul? Is something going on with him? I just he just hasn't looked very good. I think he's. I think he's tired. Of <laughs> Is the age starting to show? <laughs> He said he's tired of getting spanked. Yeah, man. Well, why doesn't he do something about it? What do you mean? <laughs> he thinks the team should do something about it. He can't do it by himself. Yeah, he's saving it. He's not trying to get hurt before the playoffs. If CP gets hurt again this year, he should never play again. Seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm you serious. might be right. You might if be right. If he doesn't make it... All the way through the playoffs this year, he needs to go ahead and hang him up. It really would have been in the finals if he was playing. Throw his shoes over a telephone wire. It's done. Let's 
<laughs> Let Bow Wow come get his shoes. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> He's done, man. The powers are gone. He's, you know, I think it's the rotation still, man, with Houston. He's playing like a weird, this weird timing thing where it's like him and Harden. And then when Harden comes out, or like they're taking him out first now instead of Harden out first like they did last year. Yeah. And then he comes out, and then when he comes back in, he has like, his options are not there. His number one option is James Ennis the third. When he comes That's back not in, good. it's terrible. I mean, and then Brandon Knight, they welcomed back with a standing ovation. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got Gary Clark. I'm done with Houston. They got Daniel House Jr. of Dan UL. So you come, like, bro. <laughs> they just get, I don't know why they're playing all these random guys. I don't know what the, I don't know if they're, like, trying to make a. Then Tony must point. really think he could just plug anyone in there. <laughs> yeah, like. Weren't they only paying Carmelo like two million? I mean, they couldn't have been paying him much, yeah. So it's not like Carmelo destroyed their cap space. I'm saying, like, so why do they keep getting these guys out of the G League and not get a real player? That's the part I don't understand. Houston's just trash. I mean, <laughs> Houston's. I don't know what they're gonna do, man. Eric Gordon is starting when he hasn't started for the last five years. And has uh, been cooking off the bench. Right. They he, fucked he that won up. Six man a year once. Then he was like, he's been a candidate every other year. Yep. They, they wave the tall. Uh, where is he from? I think he's. I don't know where he's from. But the tall Asian player, Zhu Ki. Waved him out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, no that? warning. <laughs> uh, Shocker. Rockets switched their philosophy on switches, reported yesterday. Like, they're just making the stuff up as they here. go along. Seriously. They The Greenhouse Effect is their new bench nickname with Gerald Green and Daniel House. <laughs> Where are you reading this? The greenhouse effect. <laughs> I'm done, man. Let's move on from the Rockets, please. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was one of the worst things I've heard. Whew. That was reported almost by, worse than the little axe stuff. Reported by Kelly Iko, NBA. Is her... Twitter handle. Gerald Green is a fan of the Greenhouse Effect nickname referring to the bench tandem of him and Daniel House. Uh, we used to go at it playing summertime ball in Houston, so it's cool to finally team up with him and play for the city. <laughs> like they're Batman and Robin. Come on, man. <laughs> Gerald, let's, let's stop. Let's... Yeah, please. <laughs> The greenhouse effect. 
Uh, oh, really? That's gonna take me a while to get that out of my head. <laughs> me too. I would, I hope I never say that again. Um, what else, man? What else? NBA? Anything? I don't know about NBA. I think that's it. Oh, real quick, I was gonna say, Denver, man, beating the best teams. Uh, well, some of the best teams. OKC, they beat Memphis. They beat Toronto. They beat. And they're still missing Barton, Harris, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Millsap, and Porter Jr., all who would potentially be pretty good minutes playing. Five players. Murray and and Jokic, uh, they're, they're quite the combo. They are. And they got Swaggy P. Yes, sir. Nick, they got him. Came out. <laughs> good move. I like it. Hit two threes. It was like a good it. move. I don't know what p- teams were taking so long to get him, pick him up. I mean, not, not that I'm not saying like he's he was a must have, but there's no reason why he wasn't on a team for Pl- plenty of teams could have used him. You're right. Yeah, for the first 35 games. Um, speaking of, <laughs> where is Carmelo at, man? What's Work going on, on his game? Is he not coming back? I try to tell you, man. Working on his game for what? I was I was just a little bit too too far with my criticism. I assumed nobody would sign him to begin with. Yeah. But I mean, he played what 10 games? Um, he couldn't last more than 20 fucking games. <laughs> You're talking about yeah. Carmelo Anthony right now. He played, yeah, he did play ten games. You're right. Ten Started fucking two uh, of them. An eighth of the season. Average thirteen points a game, five rebounds, three fouls. Lakers oh, not man. interested. Uh, That's what I'm saying, man. I was I was almost right, but my criticism was was on point about him. Denver, let's bring him home. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. They're missing five guys. Why not? Bring and they're home. winning all their fucking games, so clearly they don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I brought Denver up was because I want I want your opinion. Do you think that that when the five guys come back, they're going to be like unstoppable not unstoppable but i'm saying like uh i mean can they be better than what they're already playing i I do think so because all of those guys can be complimentary players none of those like Millsap is a guy and they pay him way too much money but Millsap is a guy who like he doesn't have to come in and touch the ball a lot he'll contribute in so many other ways right so and right. and I mean obviously Barton's a good bench player. Uh, poor Porter. I mean Porter's gonna be like a Fultz kind of situation. Yeah. But if he's out there contributing, I mean he can't hurt them. And if he's not, then they're just gonna sit him because why rush him back? Right. They, I think they should just let him sit out the whole year. Uh, I was. But... I will say. I will say real quick. I'm surprised that they didn't get a little bit worse. After losing Gary Harris, yeah, 
I yeah, I, I thought mean, he was a big loss. I thought he was too, and <clears throat> they they bounced back pretty quick without him. I mean, um, he's gonna be gone for a good like I think it was two to four weeks. Yeah. So, shout out Mike well, th- Malone. Three to four. Sure. Says, say it again. Shout out to Mike Malone. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Um, Jokic is really, really contending for that top big man spot. Yeah, he is. He's contending. Probably the biggest sleeper of the year so far. Jokic? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Especially with them winning as much as they are. Is um is Mason Plumlee the best backup big man in the league? No. But he's a good one. <laughs> Who's the best? I should have expected you to ask that. <laughs> Who's better? Oh man, I hope I don't have to think about this and realize I was wrong. Give me a Nerlens? second. No. <laughs> Come on now, please. Um, uh, Baines? I like Aaron Baines. I know he's been starting the past few games, but he's still a backup. Yeah, he's good. Boban? I think I'll take uh, Marjanovic. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a good one too. But I don't know, man. He doesn't play much, and and his production's like wildly effective or not at all. So, what about um Chandler, Tyson? Um, for what a backup big man is, I would put Tyson Chandler up there. Uh huh. But I mean, he wouldn't be the top spot, obviously. I think I I think the thing that makes Mason seem like it. More Energy. than those guys is because he plays so much with Jokic. So, like, um, because, like, I think he started with Jokic last game, and um, Jokic basically brings the ball up court so many times, and then they kind of play the two big man game, like, they play a two man game with two centers, and I think that kind of makes Plumley look better because he's not um sometimes the better defender is guarding Jokic and not guarding Plumley. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Um but I don't know, man. I heard someone say I think I think Chauncey Billups said it and I was like, "Huh. I never thought about that. Who the best backup center is? It's like a weird yeah. weird position." to think about I just really like the energy he plays with he's, yeah of course he's one of those guys like you never catch him jogging he's always he'll sprint up he'll sprint back he'll crash yeah. for every rebound like th- those guys are always shot. good contributors yeah yeah especially and he has good hands too that's a, a big thing for for bigs yeah he does yeah you know, live, catch live the lobs, legs too yeah real, real athletic yeah. All right. Shout out to Denver. Um, is Oklahoma City surpassing your expectations? Definitely. Okay. I I mean I really like. Uh, it's funny. Did we talk? I don't know. We might have mentioned this last week, but Westbrook is shooting a career low from three, and a career best from the field. Yeah. That's that's awesome to me. 
Why is it awesome? <laughs> just because he's playing, even though he's not shooting the ball well, he's playing smarter. Oh, yeah. Also, he... he... Go ahead. To me, you have to take those shots. You don't yeah, have to take mm-hmm. five, ten a game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But and he's a he's capable three point shooter. Like he'll get crazy hot some nights. He's streaky. He'll get hot. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I also think he's playing off the ball more with um, um, shooter there. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why his shooting percentage is better. Yeah. And and George is they're letting George take over more. Run the show. Yep. And it's working out so much better. Thank God they're doing it. It's I don't know what they finally, waited for. I I think Westbrook, man. I think Westbrook's finally taking a step back. Yeah, yeah, I I think the team really has to realize that it has at the end of the day it really does have to be Paul George's team. Like Westbrook can be Westbrook and everything, the triple double machine, stat chase, whatever he wants to do. But Paul George has to be the go-to guy, not Westbrook, because Westbrook is too, <laughs> he's too out of control when he thinks he is the go-to guy. He, he takes away too yeah, far. Yeah, and when he's holding the ball, you know, five, six possessions in a row and nobody else touches it. Yeah. Like, you just, you got to get out of that. Or he goes and takes a Westbrook layup five, six possessions in a row, like, yeah. And everyone's just standing there watching. His layups are probably some of the hardest layups to rebound in the NBA. Because one, Adam sets a screen for him at the top of the key, and Westbrook's laying it up before Adams even turns around. Right. Because <laughs> he's so quick, which isn't his that's fault. Why, that's but, why Adams is getting good at those floaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Westbrook drives in and just has to turn around, and what, Adams didn't even make it. To roll yet. <laughs> Adam's floater is ridiculous, though. He shoots, like, one-hand floaters Knuckle at jump shot floaters. range. <laughs> Mid-range floaters. <laughs> no, he's he's a great fit with Westbrook, too. He is, yeah. He's got good chemistry. And he's got great hands, too. He has some of the best hands in the league. For real. That was a nice moment. He had uh, saving Plumley. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. He said, fuck the bucket, and he was like, let me just help this guy out. Yeah, because, I mean, people who don't, who haven't played basketball don't understand how serious that play was. Right. Like, we know, and that's happened to me multiple times. I've seen and it happen to guys, yeah, it's scary. It is, yeah, yeah. And um, we've, I'm sure we've both been on the um, Adams end of it, too, the, the one who pump fakes and mm-hmm. gets jumped over. Um, it is a scary play. Um, saw uh, what's the kid's name? McCall. You saw what happened to McCall. Yeah, it, it wasn't on the pump fake, but someone who, when you land awkwardly, it could end your season. Um, yeah, man, that, that was tough. But <clears throat> I, I just, I also like for OKC to get back on topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they got role players contributing. I think it's more Schroeder's the big one, the noticeable one. Mm-hmm. But I think they got some of those other guys, like Patrick Patterson, will hit some shots. You got Grant. Grant is starting to develop like a corner three pointer. Yeah, he is. Grant's Grant's getting legit. Loki. Yeah, and he's a freak athlete, so you know he's gonna clean up. He's gonna catch hella lobs. Like, mm-hmm. 
He's an effective player. Yeah. I think they're like one wing away from being legit, you know, contenders. I think they're just one wing player. Ferguson, Hamidou no. Diallo, no. Alex Abrinas. Abrinas uh, is like, uh, he's still a question mark to me. Timothy Lowawu Cabro. Cabro. He's the dude from Philly. Yeah, I'm naming guys that aren't going to cut it at the two spot. <laughs> they, I mean, they've been winning games with Abrinas starting. Yeah, that's, I mean. But I agree. I agree with what you're saying in overall. I mean, I, and look, I wouldn't wish this on a team, but they may need to explore the J.R. Smith option, man. I mean, I, I don't think if they can get him to work, it'll help more than hurt if they can get it to work. But if it doesn't work, it's obviously going to be a disaster. But Ferguson can't shoot at all. They bring this guy, Deontay Burton, in the game sometimes. <laughs> and he just looks insane out there. Abrinas um, can't guard anybody. Hamidou Diallo is missing wide open dunks. Um, Luau, Cabro, I mean, he rarely comes in, and when he comes in, he just he plays the Alan Crabb game. He's like Tabo Cephalosha. Yeah, if before he knew how to play or something. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah, man. They, I think they need just one more piece. I don't know what it is. I think JR would be good because he gives them an outside shooter. He gives them a, a willing defender. But he also gives them a hot mess. <laughs> Which is what... They probably don't need any more hot messes on the team. But I don't know. They got Felton on the bench still doing nothing. Just... When, when he's doing nothing, they're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the bench just spending money. Felton Ben need to retire. What is he still doing out there? Let him live. let him make his money. He's making it. No, I got it. you. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Yeah. Actually, breaking news while we're talking: four technicals have been issued in the Bulls Thunder game. Wow. Um, oh, Westbrook by the way, obviously. Go ahead. Huh? West Westbrook obviously is the. Main culprit, then it's Jeremy Grant, Chris Dunn, and Robin Lopez. Um, wow, I didn't know Robin Lopez was a confrontation kind of guy. <laughs> he seems real nice when watching him play. <laughs> Does he tripping? really? Huh? I don't know, man. He just always seems like he never really gets mad. Like he's always Robin smiling. Lopez? Robin, yeah. <laughs> No way. He's the one who tackles mascots before every game. I mean, I'll let him get away with that. Chris Dunn pushed Westbrook first. And then um, like Jeremy it. Grant came and got in it. And then Lopez went bananas. <laughs> Did you just watch the video? Is that what? <laughs> yeah. He went, but I got it. I'll pull this up a little bit later. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, no, I got you right now. What do you mean? Might as well. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, you don't remember Lopez last year throwing the chair on the court? No, I don't. I guess I'm tripping. Hey, Lopez is a maniac, my G. <laughs> He's a maniac. <laughs> okay, here's the shove. I'm taking a look at it right now. Real quick, before I forget, uh, the Thunder actually gave Billy Donovan an extension. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, good, good move. Fuck? I Finally. like it, too. Yo, you were not kidding. <laughs> About Lopez going bananas? What is he? I know he's probably speaking Spanish or Portuguese. <laughs> do they speak another language? <laughs> I feel like they do. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow, this. Well, Grant did kind of try to throw him on the floor. Right. Damn, but, but the way Lopez is starting to talk to him after that, it does not look good. <laughs> Yeah, Lopez kind of, he got, I mean, he got way up on Grant. I don't really know what Grant could have done, though, other than punch him. Yeah. At least well, he, just he was kind of sh- walking him out of the way, too, and Grant was like, get the fuck off me. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> right. man. Yeah. This is one of the bigger fights of the year so far. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, Rondo and CP might, yeah, might keep say, that title. but and Ingram, that was the GOAT fight of the year so far. Ingram um, hasn't recovered since. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Uh, um, yeah, I guess that's it for the... We're at halftime, just about anyway. We could get out of uh, basketball a little bit. We got a couple more minutes to uh, talk about boxing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um... Yeah, so we both watched the fight. Canelo versus Rocky Fielding. Um, surprise, surprise. Canelo knocked, I mean, well, stopped him. So, I don't really have anything to say about it, man. <laughs> it was, a good, yeah, good it was a good card. The zone, it, I believe it was the zone's um, debut for boxing. I could be wrong, but um, it, it was a good event. I gotta say, it, it was. Yeah, I, it could have been better commentating, but it was good. They had Sugar Ray Leonard, a legend. Um, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed the the women's fight. Um, it was it was a good night, man. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I got. Uh, I don't want to get see too a lot of body knockdowns like that though. It w- only from Canelo. That's it. That's he's credit, the only one. Man. Credit goes to him. Yeah, he, he's an exciting. He's an exciting guy to watch, especially for the casual boxing fans out there. You guys who don't watch a lot of boxing, Canelo is really one. Uh, you can see all all aspects of the fight game. Um, actually, this weekend coming up, the Charlo brothers, which in my opinion are. Two of the most skilled fighters in boxing are fighting this weekend, I believe, on Showtime. So, um, please, if you if you don't know a lot about boxing, I I would definitely recommend the Charlo brothers to watch. Is I think I don't know which one is um, the main event, but they both fight this weekend. The twins, both undefeated from Texas, um, both champions. 
they're 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 a pleasure to watch fight seriously um yeah uh, we'll see what's next in store for the heavyweights Joshua was talking a lot of trash uh yeah he's you know. been he's been popping up on all the talk shows and all the sports shows yeah talking, he has. talking how how April 13th is the is the move yeah yeah <sighs> yeah that's all I got man I got yeah, we uh can, we can split you, it all right I got you What um, I was gonna ask you something about music. Now I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait till we get into it. <laughs> All right, I got, I got you for the second one. All right, sounds good. Dark things in my mind again. I don't wanna have a bad night again. I might lose my mind again. I might lose my mind again. Dark things in my mind again. I don't want to have a bad night again. I might lose my mind again. I might lose my mind again. Don't relapse. Hold up, don't relax. Heart attack, ice inside my cardiac. I'm a sicko, I'm a fucking hypochondriac. Fuck the pain away, beat it like an 808. And I know I said I quit drugs last time. That was last time. Life in the fast lane. Hydroplaning off a flat, my flat line. If I let the brains blow, that's a landmine. I need you to love me like I never loved me. Everyone around me wants something from me. Pretty girls want the truth, but the truth is ugly. She don't even like me, she just wanna fuck me. Dark things in my mind again. I don't want to have a bad night again. I might lose my mind again. I might lose my mind again. Dark things in my mind again. I don't want to have a bad night again. I might lose my mind again. I might lose my mind again. I'm fine, just a little fucked up. Crush a blue
ass beat. Toy him, bro. Is everything good at home? Fuck your time, bro. I know what you need, bro. You need you a decent little situation with the slug. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> that was uh, Vic uh, Dark Things off his new Hooligans. Yeah, a little sneak peek at his new project. Was he always on Rock Nation? Um, I believe so. Yeah, early on from the, I believe from his EP, his first one. Oh, uh, okay. All right. You want to just go into his since we're since. Yeah, we have to. On it. Yeah, go ahead. You got it. All right, I got a little bit of a. I I I used to do this in an earlier episode. I was kind of breaking down my my journey with the artist a little bit. Okay. And I'll keep it brief because his career has been pretty short. But um, I gotta say I loved his first project. Uh, There's a lot going on. I believe it's called. Mhm. I thought I thought it was outside of I think one track. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but where he really went wrong, what's his debut album to me? <laughs> uh huh. The autobiography, and I enjoyed it at the time when I listened to it. But man, it gets. I remember, you know, as I'm looking at somebody's tracks, like I remember memories of not enjoying the song or. Right. Skipping the song, you know, once or twice after I listened to it. Right. And I think I think that kind of and he's been out ever since and he's been pretty quiet. It seems like that was more than just last year. Right. It's been a long year. <laughs> when uh-huh. looking at him and and we get to Hooligans, which was out of nowhere. I didn't know it was coming. Um, I definitely didn't. You know, and I, I don't know if I was looking forward to it, but it was short, so that made me enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but I was shocked at how much I enjoyed this project. Hooligan? Yeah. Hooligans? Yeah, I, I was too. I mean, well, I'm a Vic fan. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. It was for sure. it was similar to his first one where it was a unique sound where you know you can't really get it from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I I think he does more of that here, man. He explores it with the vocals a little bit. He he has some cool flows. As you heard from the track, I mean he's capable hooks, so Yeah. I really, I don't have a track by track breakdown of it because I, I really didn't have a problem with any of the songs on here. Okay, I like that. That's fair. Um, I first heard Vic on his uh internet mixtape. Um, right, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I liked it a lot. There's some songs that stuck with me a lot longer than others, but um. Then when, you know, so I was looking forward to the there's a lot going on. And that, I mean, as you said, I mean, that was pretty much flawless. Uh, I can't remember if I didn't like any songs because 
if I didn't like him, it wasn't I didn't like him. Uh, I didn't dislike him so much that you know I hated him. I loved everything on there. I think. Then um, I totally agree with autobiography. It was just so bland. Yeah, and it was too abstract. It was boring. It, but you know his lyrics and some of the songs, his lyrics were still there. He was still, a, yeah. you know, had the Heaven lyrics on Earth that I know a him really, for. Really good one. Yeah, and then um, he had some good features that he just did not take advantage of. Uh, you know, Pharrell, The Dream, Sid, Ty Dolla Sign, and none of them stood out. I mean, he didn't really use them like he should have. And uh, um, I'm not going to lie, when I saw Hooligans, I didn't know what to expect. I was hoping it was the Vic that I fell in love with years ago. And it was, man. I mean, he he's someone that I think if he really... Uh, took his time and really put effort into it. He could be like a rock star kind of rapper in that he could be that celebrity, but um, he's a little bit arrogant. He's uh, a little bit misguided in my opinion. Um, and he, he's reckless in uh, what he'll say or do. He'll say or do whatever he feels, which is good is a good thing and a bad thing for a celebrity so um keeping that in mind uh if you become a fan of his don't be shocked to see him in the media i mean we just heard the um triple x thing he did at the uh hip-hop awards the quote-unquote diss um but it's a great it's a great ep man or album whatever it is um I think everyone should go check it out. I also didn't have a problem with anything. Um, I played Dark Things because it was one of those first sing-along songs on the album to me. Right. But the the other ones are, I mean, it's a great album, man. If it's an album or a mixtape or EP, you never Mr. know. Mr. Hudson days. popped up. That was, that was a shocker for me. <laughs> yeah, that was random. I had I actually forgot who he was at first when I first looked at the track list. Like I know that name, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. That's um, that's Vic Hooligans. Go check it out. What's next? I guess we'll we'll tackle the short ones. All right. Kid Ink. Kid Ink. Another yes. surprise drop. Surprise drop from the alumni. Uh, Kid Ink. With the <laughs> kid dropping a bucket. Um, you want me to go for this one? I do. Set set me up for this one. I want to see what you what you got to say about it. <laughs> um, this okay. <laughs> I followed Kid Ink from the beginning of his mixtape days. Yes. Um, the <laughs> rocket ship shoddy days. I mean, he. I've followed him for a long time. I think I have every project he's had, and um. I hate to say it, but there's a bit of a decline in Kidding, in my opinion, just a little bit, and maybe it's just because he's not putting out as much music as he used to. 
which I liked when he put up a lot of music. His lyrics are usually pretty simple. Um, haters will say juvenile, but uh, he just has great songs, man. He's a song maker. He's a anthem. I think he has the potential to be an anthem maker. Um, and I loved his first two projects, of course. Since then, he's just had EPs. Um, well, no, he had the mixtape, Summer in the Winter, I think. Was that a mixtape? No, that was an album. Okay, so that album, that album was pretty good, too. Um, anyway, fast forward, Miss Calls. This, this was different for Kid Ink to me. Um, you don't have any of the singing, singing features like he usually does. The Chris Brown, the Ty Dolla Sign, the, um, Stara, the... Tanaje, Usher, whatever, right? Um, which isn't bad, not a bad thing. But he did a lot more rapping on this than normal. Um, but I didn't dislike it. I liked it. I, I, I'm not gonna say I loved it, but I enjoyed it. I, I didn't turn it off. I didn't feel like this is trash. I didn't feel like it was fire either. But I really did en- enjoy it. Um, Lil Wayne. Uh, great feature pickup um, on Yuso. <laughs> I don't love this song, but I I liked him and Lil Wayne together on there. I didn't really like the other features all that much, um, but I liked it, man. I, I don't really know how to put into words the good feelings I had for it, but I didn't dislike it for sure. What you? What do you think? I'll say I'll say this. I pretty much agree with what you're saying. The only slight difference for me, uh, I I think a little bit more, a little. I I love some of his projects, to be honest. Yeah. Summer in the winter, I had on replay for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. The album, I mean, up and away, I enjoyed a lot. Fire. Um, I love the short one. What was the short one called? Almost home, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. That little. Is that EP what it was with, with like with Boston up and uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the Wale and Meek Mill track. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was, that was flawless fire too. It was flawless. And my probably my personal favorite from him is Daydreamer. Uh, yeah. On the mixtape side, I'm not a big really mixtape guy to be honest, but I don't know. I don't want to call it my favorite, but it's one of the mixtapes I played the most mm-hmm. probably ever mm-hmm. and that's the only reason i'm a little bit more disappointed with this than you are mm-hmm. because i guess my bar was still a little bit high despite the fact that his last few projects have also been underwhelming yeah um i really hated uh rocket ship shoddy too yeah that that was the beginning of the decline <laughs> for me yeah uh so Man, yeah, like I agree with what you're saying with the decline, but I still, I still believe in how how great of a song maker he is. I do too. I I really liked Seven Series, the last EP or album, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Um, but yeah, continue. So I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I didn't hate anything on here. Nah, maybe the last track I wasn't too too fond of, but. 
Yeah, man, it sounds it still sounds good to listen to. And if if this is if this was my first time listening to him, I'd probably enjoy it a lot. Right. So that's pretty much all I got about it. Yeah, and I had heard Big Deal before, so I I didn't like it. Didn't I didn't hate it because I just kind of like didn't think about it. You know, mm-hmm. kind of how we said about um, we said that about something else, but. Yeah, I just kind of went past it, like, okay, whatever. I see that again. Moving on. But, um, yeah, shout out to Kid Ink, man. He's a great artist. Underrated. I feel like he's disrespected, actually. Very. Because um, people will bump his hits, but then, like, pretend like they don't know who he is. They they never delve Sometimes, into his I feel other like music. Some people don't has, even pretend. Yeah, they, they never delve into his other music. He has great songs. Um. But yeah, okay. Moving on. So we got two more to get into. Which one do you want to hit first? <laughs> you pick, man. Let's go Red Man first. Or Method Man, excuse me. Method Man, alright. Um <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about this. I don't so. I don't know where to start. <laughs> In a good way? Um, no. To be honest. <laughs> Not really. I'll say this, man. I didn't like the whole the commercial episode gimmick. I thought that was so whack. That's the only word I could think of to say. It was corny. Like, um, then it was like too many people I've never heard of on here. Apocalypse and lips, like an Iron Mike. Who is that? You know Who what is- the worst part about it for me is where like what? i completely agree that there's a ton of people on here i never heard yet uh-huh. every fu- every song to me sounded the same yeah it did i'm like dude like really i feel did. like you already like just went in on a four minute beat like at this point the beats are blending in together the voices are blending in together like i really just i barely hear this shit yeah, and it seemed pretty obvious that everyone on here was from New York. Um, hands on, Hugh Hef, Street Life, and Lounge Low. Come on, yo. Method Man, you're better than this. Much better. You really are. The ones w- only with Method Man, which was like four tracks, were like the only songs that I wanted to hear after a while. After I got to like track three, I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear all these people anymore. I, I, I'll admit, I surprisingly enjoyed uh, Wildcats a lot. Which was kind of like oh, a yeah. random a random yeah, pick yeah. out of it. But that's the thing, man. It was really hard to find a gem. It like, was. I was listening to it, and I'm, I, other than Wildcats, and there's, what, 20 other songs, or say 17 other songs, if you're counting the fucking commercial. So, yeah. it just... And none of those songs had any difference from the other to me yeah this was it was boring the album was boring to me overall so you know what really fucked it up for me too (laughs) what i just listened to a fire like you know old school artist coming back in a big way right like oh my ice cube dwarfed this project oh yeah he did like ice cube was the the shit he was saying was relevant. The songs had, even though it's all Ice Cube, you like there's a difference to every track. Yeah, 
You're right. You know what I mean? And it's just a, a element of variety, some where it just doesn't all blend into one and in the worst possible way. Right. Where you're bored by it. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna do that twenty one songs, bro, why? <laughs> yeah. Split that shit up and drop an album twenty eighteen and then one in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't really know what he was like trying to do with this. It just seemed like he was really reaching for something. And I didn't like it, man. And again, the good features he used I mean the good features he had on here he didn't use didn't use well. I liked Snoop Dogg a lot. I know that yeah, makes me course. kind of a young guy because I don't know any of these other fucking guys, but. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> yeah, I don't. Most, I mean, I know Capadonna. I know Redman, of course. And I thought there was one more. Maybe there's not. Oh, Noriega, no. I mean, yeah, I don't want to. Raekwon, of course. Like, it was just weird, man. It was just a weird album. I don't really want to even talk about it anymore. The cover was weird. The cover is a good representation of how I feel about the album. I'm going to plug Ice Cube again. If you're looking for some old school rap, go to Ice Cube. Yeah, I I did finish the Ice Cube, man. And it is, I mean, it's just real. Yes. All of it is just real. I mean, everything people feel about Ice Cube is exactly how he raps on here. If you don't know Ice Cube that well, you never heard him rap, just based off, like, his movies and his how he acts, yeah, that's exactly how he raps. Like, he literally, he did the rare thing of giving his fans exactly what they want. (laughs) To a T. Yeah, he did. He did. Not a lot of people can do that. No, they can't. All right, let's get to it, man. The biggie. Yeah. The... <laughs> you want to go first? Yeah, you go first. I you should were go more first, excited huh? about this was, than me. I was quite, quite excited. That's what hurts so much. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I have to start 27 fucking tracks. Yeah. Are you are you out of your goddamn emotional mind to fucking yeah. drop drop and I know it's been a while. I know he made us wait. But he he's an artist that I don't expect music from every year. Right. So like I man his debut album was so strong. Yeah. It was so strong. It was so different for me too cuz I'm not really big into you know, the, the teen, like, the boy band sound types, even when it's more on the R&B side. Yeah. But I, I loved his first album. I enjoyed it, for sure. There were so many, there were so many hits from it, like, so many underrated hits. I like, I like yeah. the concept, man. I liked how it was, you know, picture him. Or not, maybe not him, but a picture of a kid, like kind of his upbringing, I suppose. Like it just sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. It sounded good. You hear what he's saying. You're you're invested in the stuff he's saying, and this album had none of that. <laughs> this album was right. so 
it was so like just average. It was so by the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I know that's rude and probably wrong of me to say because I only listened to it once. But I mean, unless I'm getting paid money, how the fuck do you expect me to listen to 27 songs more than one time? Right. Like, I don't have that kind of time. I don't know how many people do. Right. And I just, I went through it, man. I, I found some stuff I liked, but I'm not even going to go into those songs because it's 20, you know, the other songs just bore you. Yeah, man. Like, there was nothing of substance here. Nothing. Yeah. And it got so long for me that I don't even remember what Nicki Minaj and Timbaland sound like if 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 Timbaland's even on there. <laughs> yeah. When you asked me <laughs> to describe it, I gave exactly how I felt, man. It was just so cookie-cutter. It was so... Most of the songs were like the songs where you could just take his voice off of it and put just any other pop singer's voice and it would just be the same song. It was like had it was no personalization of Zane to me. I felt no emotions. Um you know, it's just a pop I mean it's yeah. a decent pop album. It's just when I hear Troy's album show me so many levels yes. of versatility of of dimensions of music and then i hear zane's it sounds all the same every song like like sometimes i couldn't really i didn't know if i'd switch songs that's how it felt sometimes yeah not all the time again it blends into one in the worst possible way yeah man then imagine 27 songs long of one long feeling it just Every song kind of had the same yeah. subject matter. It's just, you know, maybe maybe we're spoiled, though, because we have heard Troy Sivan's album. It was such an amazing pop album. I would. I, so- I never want to think of, of, like, my music taste that way, though. I don't want to either. But I can't figure out why this album is so bad. I really have no <laughs> interest in going back to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, man. There's no songs off here I'll take away and say, you know, you know what? I think that Zane song was nice. I think he, he did better, and his last album was 18 tracks, which is pretty long. He he, yeah. but he sprinkled in great songs in there. Oh, for sure. Like and you start off versatile. with Pillow Talk. That's already a hit. Drunk to yeah. me is a hit. The Kilani song Wrong is really good. Truth is yeah. a really good song. Yeah. She Don't Love Me, the end track, is really good. Like, even if the rest of the songs you don't enjoy, putting a couple hits in there, like, will make the experience better. But there's just none of that in here. Yeah, man. I really wanted to turn this shit off after Sour Diesel. <laughs> you like, made bro. it to Sour Diesel before you wanted to turn off? <laughs> I was like, I, I wanted was, to turn it off. Huh? Go, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to turn it off at "Talk to Me," which I didn't dislike. 
But I was just, it just felt like I just heard. No, there you are. That was, that was it. After talk to me, I was like, all right, man, are you going to give me another one of these again? And another, like I should have different emotions when I go out, go throughout in an out, like one album. But I didn't on Zane's album, man. It was I just I shrugged my shoulders at practically every song. Like, oh, he sounds good, but I mean, I don't really want to listen to this anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, I made it to Sour Diesel, and I'm like, dude, you already like filled all the, all the fucking tropes of R&B at this point. Do you really have to do like the one, the one typical weed song? Right. Yeah, man. It was it was tough to get through. Well, MVP of well, the two MVPs of this podcast are Ice Cube and Vic Mensa. Uh, I would say so. What would you rank the four though that we talked about? The new ones, not Ice Cube. Um, Vic, Kid Ink. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I liked Let me put it this way Zane's I would rather listen to three songs off Zane's album Than three songs off Method Man's album But because Zane's was so much longer I, I'll take Meth over Zane Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm I'm keeping Zane at third because there's a couple tracks on here that I'm like, all right, that was that was enjoyable. I didn't get any Man. of that on except Wildcats. One fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> and I expect a lot more from Method Man than, you know. I mean, yeah, his de- Zane's debut album was great, but, I mean, Method I Man's a legend. Mean. Yeah, you're right. Um, Are you familiar with Princess Nokia? Um, I don't think so. She dropped an album. I don't know if I'm late on this album or not, but I peeped her album a little bit. I didn't finish it, but um, I just wanted to make it known that I was listening to it because she does have a really big following, and I I don't want the followers to uh, think I'm neglecting her because I, I gotcha. I'm not a major fan of her, but I'm curious to know what she brings with this new album, Metallic Butterfly. I thought the name was interesting enough for me to check it out. Um, so, yeah, I'll be finishing that and say that next podcast. Let's talk about it. I will say uh, I heard good things about the three tracks that Big Crit dropped. Oh, yeah, I listened to those. They were good. Yeah. All of, I liked all of them, actually. He's very underrated. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if I said on here that I went to his two of his concerts mm-hmm. man I, I was not to sound like i'm sucking him but i was mystified man he's <laughs> he's a interesting guy i was just really interested in like knowing more about him based off his performance you know what i mean mm-hmm. i got you yeah he uh great performance he did a great job. He did. He had some good talking too. Like you know, you know how rappers talk now in between songs. Yeah. He gave some good life lessons. 
in there. Um, yeah, he's always been good with like his his songs have always had uh, some kind of message. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely underrated. I really enjoyed his last album. It slept on, and I think you have to give it a couple listens. Forever is a mighty long time. It takes a couple listens, cause it is long. It's two discs, but um, man, it has some it has some songs I go back to a lot. Seriously, and maybe because I saw it live, I got a better feeling from it. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. You really have to listen to what he says too. He's one of those rappers. You have to listen to what they're saying. Uh, what what would you say? Do you have like a top five songs of the projects we listen to? Ooh, that's that's good. Um, I I can tell you right now, none of Kidding's songs made it. <laughs> and okay. he and he came in second still. Um. Yeah, I really don't have one. I was just wondering if you did. I don't. Dark things might I don't be my just favorite. Say Vic to be Dark things, uh, dancing in the streets. I liked a lot too. That was nice. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll put Wildcats at five. I mean, I really don't have a five. I don't. Be <laughs> Just go listen to Hooligans, everybody. Yeah, Hooligans <laughs> and, and if Kid Ink, I would I would check out too. Yeah, for sure. And if you don't know a lot about Kid Ink, definitely listen to his other stuff other than Rocket Ship Shoddy too. <laughs> Um, yeah, skip that one. <laughs> yeah, what else we got, man? Uh, I guess we're officially uh, officially skipping Kodak Black. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> just wanted Wait, to his clear music? that up. <laughs> yeah, his "Dying to Live" his album. Uh, yeah, we're skipping that. <laughs> well, oh, I don't let think me say this, man. Anything. Did you see the video of him walking out the interview? Yeah, uh, I did see that. How did you feel about that? I didn't see the whole interview, so I, I assumed I missed something because it seemed kind of like something had happened from the moment when I started watching it. Okay. I know the I know the big deal is that he he asked him about um, what was it an ongoing case or something like that? He didn't even. Well, I, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing, right? And up until probably four minutes before that, they were only talking about music and, you know, what was going on, good things that was going on, and what he felt about, like, different music and his creative process and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, he, um, he starts talking about the law and saying that, you know, they take sexual assault really serious there on the radio show. And next time, you know, when uh, they can get more detailed about Kodak's case, he would like for Kodak to come in and then talk about it more and with more detail. And um, Kodak just didn't say anything. So then um, Rosenberg said, hey, Kodak, um, I brought up this, I thought about this one thing I thought you'd be interested in is, uh, do you really think people landed on the moon? Kodak's like, man, what are y'all talking about? And Ebro was like, 
you seem mad that I brought it up, brought the sexual assault up. Right, uh, that's the part where I started watching it from. Right, and he all he said was that he wanted to talk about it in more detail next time they talked to Kodak. And what people didn't watch, if they watched the clip like on Instagram, the first, as soon as Kodak came in there, he said, hey man, I saw you with the other, doing other interviews, and I really didn't even want to bring you up here. But, um, you know, I've heard a lot about you and heard you're popping now, so I wanted to make sure we got you here. So right off right off the gates, he's basically saying, you know, man, I really didn't want to bring you here because you're popular and we're a radio show. We need you bro radio, said so. that? Yeah. Damn, he's wild. Yeah, like, if you're Kodak, obviously, uh, like, already the energy is off. So then uh, he comes with that and... uh. Kodak said, um, you know, I feel like the media, um, you know, they kind of, I'm paraphrasing, they have fun with um, the stuff that happens, the things that the rappers go through is real things, but the media kind of just likes to, they get entertained by it, Kodak said. And, um, uh, They kind of, you know, try to make Kodak feel better. Like, oh, no, you know, it's all good. And then um, they're like, well, what do you want us to do? And he said, just change the subject, man. And then they said, well, we tried to change the subject to the moon landing. Kodak's like, man, you know, okay, that. why are you talking to me about that? So Ebro said, you know what, man, we don't have to say anything else. You know, you can just, you can just leave. Kodak said, all right, I'm out then. Say less. So he left. So, I put all the blame on Ebro, man. I really do. I've, and I've never liked Ebro. Based off, like, the other, other interviews. I've seen a couple of the behind-the-scenes from the Summer Jam stuff. Ebro I hated, so I hated, man. I hated him from the moment he blamed 50 Cent for ruining New York hip-hop. Yeah, like, come on. Where does he get these opinions? Like, no basis. Like, bro, because 50 Cent was crushing in the mid-2000s. Nobody else could get off. Yeah, like, when... Okay, so no one else from Atlanta should, like, beat Migos because they're on fire? Right. Like, come That's on, man. Fucking doesn't stupid, make any sense right? at all. As big as New York is. Like, dude, Ebro is just... He's just arrogant, and he... He thinks he runs things like he acts like he's a boss or something. And, he's a he's oh, becoming man. an old head. He is. And in the po- in pop is. culture, in pop culture, that's a terrible look. Yeah, and I, I I don't get why radio show figures feel the need to ha- like the like they have to say something controversial every time they speak. Why? Why does something controversial have to happen every show? It doesn't like. You know what's crazy about it? You didn't mention probably the funniest part of the story, is what? after that situation happened. The next day or two days after, the Breakfast Club bodied the fucking Hot ninety seven. They yeah. got they got Kodak on there and they all made a little joke out of it. They all had the ski masks on and they had a great interview. Yeah. Yeah. A great no, I, interview. I, you could feel how much more comfortable he was. They had a lot of fun, man. It was everybody was laughing and having a good conversation. Now that happened before the Ebro thing. That happened before. 
Yeah, because Ebro said, I saw you, you know, I saw your other interviews and saw you had the ski mask and stuff on here, on there. I didn't want to bring you on here because I'm not doing that. I didn't even want to bring you on the show. Wow. So I he was, I that. think he was referring to the Breakfast Club one. Unless he wore a ski mask in like a bunch of other interviews. Yeah, I think he he's always, he's interviewed with the Breakfast Club a couple times and he's always worn a ski mask on there. Well... I, I don't know if he was referring to it or not, but I think the Breakfast Club might have been earlier. Maybe they didn't release it earlier, but I, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. I mean, it's a weird situation. Shout out to Kodak, man. You got legal issues. Handle your business. I think the main problem was that Ebro kind of acted like Kodak was already found guilty. Yeah. Which... You know, which is never right, obviously, because especially in that situation, we've seen D Rose, we've seen Kobe, you know, we've seen a bunch of other rappers be in the same situation when it comes to sexual assault and be exonerated. And, you know, it's no, that's one thing you can never, you can never, you know, you can't guess someone is guilty before. It's, yeah, it's you kind get of all the information. It's kind of unwritten. I mean, it might even be written law to an extent, but you really shouldn't be discussing an ongoing investigation. Of course, like of course you're not. all you're doing is creative, creating your own narrative. You know, depending on how you look at it, and that's a selfish thing to do because you don't know everything. Yeah. Right. So, but Hot 97 I mean, has been getting fucking annihilated by Charlemagne alone. Hot 97 is fake, man. They, they, so. They're weird, you know. Like, then, even just switching it up to the moon landing, like, that obviously was some trash. Was such a bitch. It was such an awkward bitch move. <laughs> yeah, like, what does, who cares what Kodak thinks about the moon landing? <laughs> All right, let's move, we're moving on. I'm gonna play. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play you, Jim. Uh, we already hit Vic Mensa once on here, and um, that was from the new album, and uh, this is off his his EP. There's a lot going on. I'm 
Make you my new bae. Let me pick my face up off the floor. I'm off the douce. I've been going so hard this weekend. Shit, it's only Tuesday. I left my bitch at home. I think I need a new bae. I left my bitch at home. I think I need a new bae. Pull up, pull up. I pour a drink. Let's get twisted, get twisted some more. Got any? Uh, you got anything else? Say so you want to talk about any movies or anything? Um, not really movies. I'm still trying to get. I'm hoping to catch Aquaman before we make our lists, but I really don't think mm-hmm. it'll. I don't know if it'll make the list to be honest. Right. Um. But yeah, something I did want to shout out definitely was um I recently subscribed to Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Man, I gotta say, some of their original shows are oh, yeah. are incredible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you're hit. Oh my, I'm only two in so far. Um, Jack Ryan uh-huh. was like the headlining one, so I had to check it out. And I killed the, the first season in two days. 
<laughs> a lot of action. It, and the story moves, it moves not too fast, not too slow. There's just enough character building where you feel mm-hmm. every side, you feel everything that's going on. And mm-hmm. a show that I was, I was kind of skeptical about checking out, but I tried it anyway, was uh, Goliath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob. Wow. Yeah. Great show. Wow. I'm And I'm, I'm still finishing season two. I still got a couple episodes, but heavy, heavy recommendations. Yeah. You yeah, owe it to yourself. Sure. To, if, if you're a show fan, and I know it's tough, you know, with Netflix, with TV, with whatever subscriptions, but I don't know, man. I might... I might pick Amazon Prime over Netflix at this point. Their shows are way more dynamic, I believe. Um, they have more substance. They're more exciting. Um, yeah, man. Goliath. I loved Goliath a lot. Uh, yeah, I also like they don't, you know, I'm not trying to spoil any show, but they don't mind people dying on their shows. I like that. I don't like shows that are afraid to kill characters off. Yeah, it's it's great because both of the shows, like Goliath and Jack Ryan, like it's stories that have kind of been told before, where mm-hmm. like you've seen the whole terrorist trying to you know attack the U.S. Like you've seen that before, and you've seen a lawyer fighting against all odds. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they just they tell it in such a creative, cool way. That you're just yeah. you're so invested in the story, right? And I'm I mean I'll be I'll be getting into more shows you know as in the next few months, but man, I'm amazed at how great Amazon Prime is. Yeah, it's very 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 good. Yeah. All right, good. That's a good shout out. Good shout out. Necessary. Yeah, that's it for me though. That's all you got? I, I don't have anything either, man. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I think that's it. Yeah, we'll uh we'll be back sometime after Christmas before the new year. Yep. Uh we'll be we'll be providing our lists. Uh we, we're not exactly sure yet on how many spots and how many lists, but we'll get there. Yep. Yep. Um all right. Until next time. Uh, this is episode thirty-two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Episode thirty-two. Um, we're not. We haven't decided which list we're gonna give yet either, but uh, we're gonna figure that out. So. All right. Until next time. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is You can call me CEO of the ROC. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music man's number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to the left.
no one could do it better I check cheddar like a food inspector My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast So that's what I'ma do, take you back to the dude with the Lexus Fast forward the jewels and the necklace Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect us Shoot at you actors like movie directors <laughs> Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out, I did not come here to impress you, because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Thing ain't lie, I done came through the block and everything that's fly, I'm like, check your barrel with bling on, I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on, nigga, I get my by any means on Whenever there's a trout, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game I just rolled the dice trying to get some change And I do it twice, ain't no sense to me Lying as if I am a different man And I can blame my environment, but ain't no reason why I be buying expensive change Hope you don't think users are the only abusers Niggas getting high within the game If you do, then how would you explain? I'm ten years removed, still the vibe is in my veins I got a hustler spirit, nigga, period Check out my hat, yo, people, where I'm wearing Check out my swag, yo, I walk like a ball player No matter where you go, you are what you are, player And you can try to change, but that's just the top layer Man, you was who you was, where you got here Only God can judge me, so I'm gone Either love me or leave me alone